If you know from experience that waiting seasons bring unique challenges to our faith that we normally would not face, you are not alone. In today's video, I want to share with you three tests to your faith that you will experience in a waiting season and how to overcome each one. Stay tuned. Hello, beloved, and welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's Word. If you are new here, welcome to Beloved, and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss a video. Then visit BelovedWomen.org to join the sisterhood. For those of you returning, welcome back. Waiting is not popular because oftentimes we want what we want when we want it, and we usually want it right now this second. Although there is something about waiting that develops our faith and makes us spiritually stronger, waiting on God comes with certain challenges and tests that we would otherwise not experience. In today's video, I wanna share with you three common tests to your faith that you will experience in a waiting season and how to overcome each one. Number one, the test to give up. The first test that you will experience in your waiting season is the test to give up. As I said, no one wants to wait. So the option is either to keep waiting for what you want or to just give up on it altogether. Maybe you've experienced this yourself. You've been working on your business and you're waiting for it to grow to a certain point, but you feel like you're always where you first started. Or you've been praying over a certain matter for years, but it's starting to feel like God is silent to this request. And the emotional investment that you've put into waiting pulls so much out of you that sometimes it just seems easier to give up. Galatians 6.9 gives us the simple yet not always easy way to overcome the temptation to give up in our waiting season. And that is to just not do it. Just don't give up. Now, as obvious as that sounds, the intention of the verse is not meant to oversimplify the challenges that we face in waiting seasons, but to encourage us in this truth and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. There are so many things that I love about this verse. First, we are reminded not to grow weary. Here's the thing. The test to give up isn't necessarily going to happen overnight. When you first get your hopes up for something that you've been waiting for, you're excited about it. You're anticipating it. However, as time goes on, you can start to grow weary. You want to be watchful over your heart in a waiting season. Is it starting to get heavier and heavier each day and month and year that goes on? Because if you're doing what's right and you're waiting for what's good and what God has promised you, you do not want to grow weary because growing weary will eventually lead you to giving up. And if you give into that desire to give up, then you will give up. And what will happen? You won't reap in due season. The second point that I love about this scripture is that the harvest we're waiting for doesn't require us to be the smartest or the best or the strongest alone. 
It's given to those who simply do not give up. So how do we overcome the test to give up in our waiting season? We make sure that we are not growing weary, making sure that we're feeding our hearts the faith it needs to keep going and that we're running a spiritual race of endurance that is fueled by the promises and truth of God so that we won't give up. I know it sounds so simple that to overcome the test to want to give up, we just don't give up. But that is the answer. So make up in your mind today. It's not a conversation. It's not a wavering back and forth. Am I going to give up? Am I going to keep going? No. Decide today that you will not give up so that you will not forfeit the promised harvest of your waiting season. Number two, the test to take control. The second test that you will face in your waiting season is the test to take control. Now, some of us have what I call a takeover spirit. We're not worried about waiting anymore because we're going to step in and make it happen ourselves, whether that's God's plan or not. God, you go ahead and move out the way because I got this. We see an example of this very clearly in Genesis chapter 16, where God promises to Abraham that he will be the father of many nations. But there's just one problem. Abraham and his wife are really old. They've never had any children and his wife Sarah is barren. So instead of waiting on the promise, Abraham and Sarah decide to take matters into their own hands. Sarah tells Abraham to sleep with her maidservant Hagar so that he can have a son, that they can have their son through her. Now that wasn't God's plan. God's promise was that Sarah would have the child. And Sarai said to Abram, behold now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. I want to note here that Abram and Sarai are the same people as Abraham and Sarah, though their names were just changed later on in their journey with God. I also want to note that, yes, I read that verse correctly. That was not a typo in the Bible. Sarah told her man to go sleep with Hagar so that she could have a baby for them. Now, if you thought to yourself that that did not end well, you are absolutely correct. There was bitterness, jealousy, and heartache that was birthed out of Abraham and Sarah's decision to take matters into their own hands and out of the will of God because they were tired of waiting. And how much more often do we make matters worse when we try to control situations instead of waiting on God? I don't know who said this, but I love the quote, there's no safer place to be than the will of God. If it's God's will right now for you to be in a waiting season, I promise you, beloved, this is where you want to stay. So how do we overcome the test to take control? We have to be still. Listen, there are times where we need to push through and we need to keep knocking on the door and we need to keep moving and asking and trying. But there are some times where we need to be still, especially when it comes to us taking matters outside of God's will. 
I hope that you saw my video, The Power of a Quiet Spirit. Because sometimes in our seasons of waiting, there is only one thing we need to do, and that is to be still. And those waiting seasons will then burn off our desire to want to be in control and strengthen us to a surrendered faith that can move mountains. Number three, the test to lose faith. The third and final test that we will often face in our waiting season is the test to lose faith. We will be tempted to stop believing what God can and will do as we wait. As you probably already know, waiting seasons can oftentimes be very quiet. It can be very lonely and isolating. During these times, we can get in our own heads and start asking questions like, if God is really gonna work this out, is it really gonna be worth the wait? We have to realize that this test is not just about what we're waiting for. It's about the faith that it takes to wait. I need you to understand, beloved, that the enemy does not want your marriage. He does not want your money or your children, your hopes or your dreams. The enemy may use those things to attack you, but what he really wants is your faith. He wants your faith. Why? Because your faith in God unlocks all God's power in your life. Your faith is what unlocks the same power that rose Jesus from the grave, a power the enemy knows he has no chance against. So when he sees you in a waiting season, do not be surprised when he comes at you and attacks you in every way possible. He doesn't want your harvest, he wants your faith. So how do we overcome? We put on the shield of faith. This is why the Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians 6, 16, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Did you catch that? There are fiery darts coming your way, but it is your faith that will put out each one. That's why the enemy wants you to put down your shield of faith. But when you are in a waiting season, that's especially when you need to be picking it up because it's in this season where you will develop the faith that says, I can't see it, but I know God is working. I haven't experienced what I'm waiting for yet, but I know God will do it. I haven't received what I want, but I trust the heart of my father. We have to keep our eyes on Christ so that faith can run deep in our hearts so that we will not be consumed by our waiting season. Historically in battle, soldiers would overwhelm their opponents with large amounts of fiery arrows. And the purpose of these massive attacks was to confuse their opponent. The purpose of the fire was to set their enemy's shields on fire so that they would put down their shield and open themselves up for even more attack. The enemy does the same thing to us. He overwhelms us with attacks to confuse and frustrate and discourage us, especially in a waiting season. His aim is to prevent us from placing our faith in God, which will open us up to even more attack, giving the enemy 
the advantage. It's our faith that helps us to see the flames and still know that we serve a God who can deliver us anyway. What we need to understand about keeping the faith is that faith not only protects us from the attacks, but it diminishes their potency. It completely extinguishes the attack and the flames that the enemy is throwing our way. So even if the flames hit us, they will not destroy us. Then we will develop a spiritual strength that says, we were afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. No matter what you may be facing today, beloved, no matter what you're waiting on, take up your shield of faith and never put it down. I hope that knowing the types of tests that you will face in your waiting season will help you not to be surprised and caught off guard when they come and that you are now encouraged not to give up, not to try to take control, but to take up your shield of faith so that you can come out of your waiting season to your harvest season stronger than ever. Now, I would love to hear from you, beloved. What encouragement would you give to our sisters who are in a waiting season? Let's encourage one another in the comments. Before you go, I want to invite you to visit belovedwomen.org to download my free video Bible study called Worry Free to discover the three lies feeding your worry and the truth to set you free so that you can start taking steps to live a life of faith even in your waiting season. For more beloved encouragement, be sure to join the Beloved Women app by downloading our app in the Apple or Google Play Store or visit belovedwomen.tv for unlimited videos to grow your faith, learn God's word, and encourage your soul with your beloved sisters all over the world. Thank you so much for watching today. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.